Getting extremely healthy and building a way above average physique isn't complicated, but it's not going to happen by accident either. In today's episode, we're giving you the eight things you need to do to get an incredible shape. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Digital Barbell Podcast. Our mission is to provide you with a clear path to health and fitness through education, coaching, and accountability. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Blakely Fletcher, and we are here to serve you. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review so that we can reach more people. You can find us daily on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell. Now, let's get to today's topic. Take two. All right, guys, welcome to the Digital Barbell Podcast. We believe that if you work hard, you deserve results, that your training and nutrition should enhance your life, not take it over. Ooh, a new intro. Did you notice (laughs) I purposely left out the episode number? Because let's be honest. Nobody's listening to this because it's episode number 200 and whatever. <laughs> Plus, it saves me the step of having to open our app, figure out what oh, episode we're on. New format. So <laughs> that's what's going to happen from like now it. on. So anyway, I'll still post the episode number when it goes to out for distribution. Mm-hmm. So they stay okay. in order, but we're not going to fixate on what episode. Okay. We're not stopping anyway. So yeah, why number them? But we have 1,288. A... Right. <laughs> oh, then I will listen to this one. <laughs> We have a great episode for you today. This episode is called eight things that will get you in incredible shape. How's that for like a Buzzfeed? Like, I mean, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, where do I sign up? I want to, I can do eight things with all the things out there. I can do eight things. So that's what we're going to get into. I don't have any specific announcements this week, other than the fact that we are accepting applications for (laughs) custom training and nutrition clients. If you've been listening to our podcast and you've been like, I think I want to get in Mm -hmm. on that action. Let's start the conversation. No strings attached. We're not going to give you a high pressure sales pitch. Come see what you could possibly be capable of with uh, the digital barbell team. And once you're in the mix and you're in your client, you get, you you get all these bonuses. Like right now we're doing, we just, so it's March 1st. So February, we just finished up a push up challenge. So February one, you did one push up. February two, you did two push ups. February twenty eighth, you did eight twenty eight push ups, and we had different varieties. Me and you did weighted push ups with weight on our back. It was great. For March, we're doing a pull up challenge. Yeah, a lot of we're people have, want to get better at pull ups. Yeah, we're gonna have some like um, some accessory work. We're gonna you know establish where you are in the beginning. Have some accessory work that you're required to do every week of the month and then see where you are yeah. at the end of the month. And so I just love these little challenges. It's, you know, we had the, the January was the step challenge. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been, I've been really enjoying them. Yes. There's perks beyond knowing exactly what to do <laughs> exactly. for your, for your training too. We have a good sense of community too. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like there was something else I was going to mention, but it dropped out of my brain. So why don't we just get into this episode right. and talk about, uh, the eight things that you need to do to get in incredible shape and why this even matters. Like, you know, everything we're going to tell you in this episode is, is from personal experience, mm-hmm. things that we've experienced in ourself from our own 10 plus years of our own fitness journey from coaching people, thousands of hours online and in person. And the point of this is to weed out all the noise out there, the things that you can forget about, the things that your aunt told you about, 
that you need to be doing, the things you see on Instagram as you're yeah. scrolling, like just to stop <clears throat> worrying about things that don't matter, putting effort, money, time into things that don't matter, and just hyper focus on these things yeah. that really do have a payoff. You know, like it's it's easy to get caught up in like the shiny op- object syndrome. Like, oh, I need to go move to this thing. I heard this does this. I heard this is good for that. Apple mm-hmm. cider vinegar, this keto, that <laughs> fasting, this, yeah. and like wearing a blue a glucose monitor and blah 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 blah. I was like. It's enough. Yeah. Let's focus on these things. And I promise you, this can like take you from an average physique, average health to better than anybody else yeah. in your circle of friends if you're willing to do these things and stick with them. This, it's funny because we were watching Shark Tank last night and this, somebody was pitching like a food product and it was like, don't worry, it's gluten-free, <laughs> keto-friendly. Like, I mean, he listed off like eight things and it's kind of like the thing you need to have on your packaging, I can't imagine if we were like selling food, how expensive it is to get the wording from each, you know, but you want to have all the buzzwords because it is true. Yeah. What you're saying, like it needs to fall into all these categories because this is what's popular right now. And this is what, this is what will work for you. A lot Buying of the package might, that says keto. Yeah. <laughs> like a, there's a lot of things out there that are designed to sell you yeah. something, <clears throat> but there's only certain things that actually work long term. And this podcast is free. <laughs> <laughs> We're selling you this podcast for free. So, all right, let's go. Let's go. First thing, create an environment that limits temptation and choices that don't support your goals. Is this one obvious or do you it, think people realize this? I mean, I think it's obvious. But people don't do it. But it's, yeah, it's like something that you have to like practically do because there's these temptations you want, you know, you're at the grocery store, you're walking the aisle, you want to bring something into the house or, you know, you have, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, an example that comes up for me is um, back when I was remodeling houses, we were doing a house over in the Meyerland area of Houston and it was really, really close to Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. I think I've told this story before, but Every day when yeah. I would finish my work at that project, I would leave out of the neighborhood a certain way and I would drive past that Chick-fil-A. And more often than not, it was mm-hmm. if it was before 10 a.m., I would pull in and get a couple of chicken biscuits. And sometimes this would be like three, four, five days yeah. per week. I made my environment, my route out of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. pass by that Chick-fil-A. There was a million ways to get out of the neighborhood that wouldn't have cost me any extra time. But that, yeah, but I mean, but having it in your actual house where it's just like easy to grab is yeah. even more important to reduce those temptations. If there's something that is like, like the other day we had cookie, we had cookie, a cookie jar because we've had a lot of guests. Mm-hmm. We had a cookie jar full of cookies and I was like, let's just get rid of those cookies or put them out of sight because if I see one, I'm going to walk by and grab it. Yep. And that's, that's what you're talking about. Like not having that stuff available. If that's something that you don't want to be eating, don't put it in your house. Yeah. Or even if it is in your house, like don't put it to where it's just going to be something that's easy for you to see mm-hmm. so that you have to like resist it continually over and over yeah. and over again during the day. You know, like we keep this uh, jar of mints out and like, we didn't used to do that. Mm-hmm. And now that these mints are out, like, man, I might eat like five, six mints per day. And that might add up to a couple hundred calories. But if mm-hmm. they were just in a cabinet, I wouldn't even be thinking about them. Yeah. I wouldn't have to be trying to resist them. And this kind of works in the reverse too. Like not only setting up your environment so that, you know, quote, bad choices are harder, but setting mm-hmm. up your environment. So good choices are easier. Yeah. Keep fruit out in display. Yes. Like when you get home from the grocery store, get the vegetables that you want to prioritize in your diet out in the open, clean, move them to the front of the refrigerator, you know, in front of something that you yeah. would rather not pick up, make the good choices easier. If you struggle with getting your workout in in the morning, lay your clothes out the mm-hmm. night before, remove the barrier to entry for the choices that you want to make. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, just try, try to stop the excuses of, well, this is in the house uh, because of this reason. Maybe maybe it's like, this is in the house because this is the kids. This is my but kids' junk food. If if it's truly junk food that you should not be put in your body, should you be put it in your kids' body as well? I think that's one question to ask. Like, think, our, our nieces and nephews eat, like, such a clean, healthy diet. It amazes me and these because these are the choices they were given, and these are the things they gravitate to. They walk in the house, and they're like, give me an apple. I want a banana. I want some berries. You know, yeah. these are the things that they ask for because these are the things, these are the foods they've been introduced to. Mm-hmm. And I realize some people listening to this are like, yeah, you don't have kids. That's easier for you to say. All right, so let's say you're past that point where you can't. It's going to be really hard, and you're, you've decided it wouldn't be worth the stress of in your life to just tell your kids you can't have those things anymore mm-hmm. use the piece of advice i gave earlier make them harder for you to see yeah don't put the the goldfish right there in your face when you open the pantry put them up on the top shelf where you maybe even the kids can't see them and you might be surprised how less often you go for them yeah also like simple things like make little hacks to make these these good decisions easier for yourself fill up your water bottle the night before you go to bed and leave it in the refrigerator ready to go that way if you're short on time the next morning you're like well i don't really have time to get my water bottle and then you end up under drinking water Mm -hmm. that day get a rice cooker so you can cook rice make that decision easier for you easier in the day earlier in the day buy pre-cooked protein to fall back on when you need to all these little hacks add yeah. up yeah there's endless progress. ways to do this and, and and the truth is it's just like you got to want it like we yeah, say about a lot true. of things but you got to want it you got to want to eliminate those temptations and you got to want to like make these things easier so that you can just like grab the blueberries out of the fridge because they're already washed and you know things like yeah. that yeah last thing i'll say about yes. this is as i think about people that like achieve great things with their fitness and our most successful clients they do this thing yeah. there is not really a way around this because nobody has endless amounts of willpower Mm -hmm. discipline it's going to require those things but the people who are the most successful they don't skip this one Mm -hmm. that's all i'll say about that second one eat the right quantity of food to maintain performance and a healthy weight yeah i like this one a lot because you can try to clean eat your way Mm -hmm. to a, a healthy body to a lean physique but it's not going to work if you skip the part of how much food should you be eating? Mm-hmm. And you can take this from a really granular mm. approach all the way out to really broad. Like if you're somebody who is type A and wants to get into tracking the total amount of food you eat by counting calories, that's one way to go. We have a tool that will help you figure out what's the right number of calories for you to eat. I'll yeah. put a link to that. But if you also are somebody who knows that you're suffering from poor choices, poor habits, probably not the best place to start at that really granular level. Let's look at what you're eating throughout the day. Keep yourself a visual food diary, write Mm -hmm. down what you eat throughout the day. Pay attention to how you feel after a meal. Are you feeling stuffed? Are you feeling lethargic? If you are, let's just start with the total quantity of food first. Let's Mm -hmm. pull back portions a little bit and just monitor what happens with your weight, how you feel, all the biofeedback things that we monitor so much. It has to start with awareness. Mm -hmm. If the only time you, I went to the doctor yesterday and I, would, I got on the scale and I weighed, I weighed eight pounds more than I did that morning because I'm wearing all my clothes. Yeah. And I just thought to myself as I saw other people doing the same thing, like, I bet this is the only time that some of these people weigh themselves in a year, every two, every you know, twice a year, yeah. whenever they go to the doctor. If you're, and I realize that's not our audience, like, you know, we're talking to people who care about their health and fitness, but I'm always surprised how some people just 
don't weigh themselves, even if they have a goal for changing their body. Like Mm -hmm. you got to have some awareness of how the choices you're making are affecting your result. If you're going to know how to start to change things. So, uh, become aware of what your body weight is not only on Friday, but multiple times throughout the week. So you can look at like, okay, I kind of fluctuate in this range. Now I'm going to start to pull back my food portions a little bit. Oh, look, the Mm -hmm. trend is starting to head in this direction or it's not moving at all. Now I know kind of where to adjust. So it's got to start with some kind of awareness and then like not jumping to the extreme of extreme restriction. Once Mm -hmm. you realize, okay, I'm going to have to eat less food quantity to get the result that I want. Don't join Octavia and go to 900 calories per day. Your energy is going to suffer. Your hormones are going to suffer. Everybody else in your life is going to suffer. Your mindset's going to suffer. Take a, take a more gradual approach. Mm -hmm. Eat as much as you can, but paying attention to the quantity while still getting the direction of the, you know, headed in the direction that you want to go. Yeah. And paying attention to not only what you eat daily, but what you eat like in a week and in a month, because those things matter too. It's like, it's like, you know, Oh, I, maybe if you're just like, Oh, I eat, I eat pretty good Monday through Thursday. And then what, what happens, you know, on those days where you don't eat pretty good, all that, all that counts Mm -hmm. to your weekly, your daily, weekly and monthly average. Yeah. I mean, I guess we should do an entire podcast sometime on like the, the weekend warrior syndrome. Yeah. I mean, it's probably one of the most common things that holds people back, but Mm -hmm. yes, all those calories that you eat on the weekend certainly count towards your weekly average. Yeah. And like, the thing about that is, especially in the context of total quantity is you can be somebody who feels like I don't eat that much. Mm -hmm. Like what is going on here? And you really might not be eating that much food, but if you can bring some awareness to what's in the food that you eat, you might realize that even though you're not eating a lot of food, you're eating a lot of calories because you're focusing on nut butters, non-lean sources of protein, easy to overeat, um, carbohydrates Mm -hmm. that don't fill you up. So you might not be eating a lot of food. And this is where, you know, tracking for a time for educational purposes really comes in handy because it puts that awareness and you can just have that thought, well, I don't eat that much. It might be something just wrong with my hormones or I can't lose weight instead of just like shutting it off. Like I can't lose weight. This is it starting to track your food, get having some awareness of what is actually in the choices that you're making. Sometimes we have no idea the amount of calories that are in something, especially things that we intake that we don't make. When we go out and we order stuff. Anybody ever had granola? <laughs> Anybody ever looked how many calories yeah. are in granola? And have you ever measured, you know, in measuring things like that really brings awareness. We go back to our plantain story all the time yeah. that we like used to just snack on these plain plantain chips that we thought were just like, oh, these are plantain chips. It's practically a banana. We got and, them at Trader Joe's. They have to be healthy. <laughs> Trader Joe's is not healthy, (laughs) but uh, it's a grocery store. But we, you know, came to find out we're eating like 800 calories of plantain chips while we're making dinner, you know? Yeah. The last thing I should say about this is because in the the advice we gave was eat the right quantity of food to maintain Mm -hmm. a performance and a healthy weight. If you think you're going to starve yourself down to your ideal body, your, your performance is going to suffer. And the mm-hmm. reason that matters is because your gym performance is going to be the driving thing that besides your nutrition, it's going to be the thing that changes your physique as you get leaner. If all you do is diet, diet, diet on the lowest calories possible, you're never going to be able to have productive enough workouts to yeah. build the body that you want. So like I said before, you want to eat 
as much food as you can while heading in the right direction as you as you're supposed to be headed so that you can fuel your workouts adequately adequately yeah. to change your body um you know i have this client who she did an entire year of nutrition coaching with me signed up for to do an entire year mm -hmm. and that's been fantastic because we've gone through these dedicated phases of building and and leaning out and building and leaning out and maintaining through holidays and all this stuff. And she has really grasped this idea and she's using all the calories that she's able to eat now to fuel these workouts. And mm -hmm. it's just absolutely changing her physique, not only in yeah. the, in the nine months that we've been working together so far, but now she understands the process of it and the benefit of eating for performance. And that's mm -hmm. going to just set her up for, being a completely different person in five yeah, years. So. And she'll be able to do it on her own. Yeah, that's now. the goal. Yeah. All right, this next one doesn't really take a lot of explanation, I don't think. It's pretty self-explanatory. Oh, I can, I can like just yeah, ramble on like usual. <laughs> Get ready. Okay, drink enough water, eat lean protein, eat a variety of nuts, uh, sorry, fruits, grains, and vegetables. Mm -hmm. So drink enough water, eat lean protein, eat a variety of fruits, grains, and vegetables. Yeah. I think one of the important things about this is we just told you all of the positive the things yeah. that you can focus on to mm -hmm. improve your health, body composition, performance. We didn't say, don't eat, don't this. eat this, don't eat this, avoid this. Mm -hmm. If you focus your nutrition on mainly these things, you're going to feel so good. Mm -hmm. The results are going to start coming in so hot that you're going to be like, I want to eat more of these kinds of things because right. I'm getting the result that I wanted. Yes. And the reason all this stuff works is because these are the basic things that mm -hmm. fuel you with the right breakdown of macronutrients and micronutrients. Everything in your body just works better. Yeah. I talked about having awareness about the total quantity of food that you eat and how that makes you so sleepy right. when you eat a big meal that's super high in complex carbs and, and sugar. When you focus your diet on these things that we just said, you don't have these big ups and downs and swings. You mm -hmm. just feel amazing without even having to put an overemphasis on the quantity. Yeah. And you don't have to put an emphasis on the negative, on the things like, it's not like take away, you don't have to go into it thinking, I'm going to have to take away things that I like to eat. If you just focus on adding in enough water, making sure that you're getting enough lean protein, making sure that you're getting some fruits and grains and vegetables every day, by the time you've added all those things in, there's not going to be that much more room yeah. for the other stuff. So it kind of takes care of itself and you're not working on the negative of, of elimination. You're working on the positive of like adding all of these things to your diet and it mm -hmm. can be fun and it can be like, well, what can I create, you know, with some lean, some lean protein and some vegetables tonight for dinner. Yep. The, and what the, can I snack on that as a fruit and a grain, you know? Yeah. It's the beauty of, uh, EC's 800 gram challenge yeah. is it's not a diet based on restriction. restriction. It's, yeah. It's like adding in 800 grams of fruit and everything else takes care of itself. Yeah. It's genius. I wish we had thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Lift progressively heavier weights at 80% or more effort three to five times a week. We say this one a lot. Yeah. Cause it, again, it's one of the eight things that will get you incredible and in incredible yeah. shape. And it's one of the things that even people who exercise a lot, they skip this one. Cause like mm -hmm. I work out, I, I exercise, out, yeah. not Check good enough. Right. Not really. Not, yeah. not if you want to, you know, get an incredible shape. If mm -hmm. you want an average physique, if you want average health, you want yeah. average results, then just continue to exercise without tracking your workouts and knowing if you're progressing. Yeah. Because you said lift progressively heavier weights. Mm -hmm. What does that even mean? What does it mean to lift progressively 
heavier. As your body gets stronger, you're going to need to add some either weight to those dumbbells or weight to that barbell. So your weights are going to progressively get heavier as you continue to work out and get stronger. And the reason for that is because we adapt to yeah. the stress that we put our body under and that mm -hmm. adaptation is what causes us to our body to change. So yeah. if you just go to the gym and do a random workout every day, or you go do your quote routine right. of three sets of 10 at this weight, that's my workout. Mm -hmm. you, after you do that for like a month, two months, you're done adapting to that. Yeah. You have peaked. <laughs> you will stay the same yeah. as what you, as where you are. And if you're at, if you are where you're, if you like where you're at, mm -hmm. that's one thing. But if you aren't where you're, <laughs> yeah. If you don't like where you're at, you've got to keep progressing. Right. You got to keep taking advantage of your body's ability to adapt. The reason that we say the 80% effort is that this is something that can allow us to do this for a long time. We're able to like put this stress on our bodies, but then still recover from it. If we're, if we're lifting at this near maximal effort every day of the week, our bodies will run out of recovery resources and we won't be able to continue to do it day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And if we're working at 50% yeah. capacity, we're not causing enough stress yeah. to our body to actually see the changes that we want. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, um, three to five times a week. Yeah. Self-explanatory. Well, and, and like the reason this matters is because you're built by doing this consistently, you're building the base of your strength and you're uh -huh. building the base of your physique. We did that two part podcast episode with uh, Andy Baker called strength as the base of your physique. One of our yeah. most popular podcast series. And what we talked about was like, this is the thing doing this Strength training for the rest of your life is the thing that mm -hmm. builds the base where everything else about your health and longevity stems off of. Right. So that's why this is a foundational part of not only changing the way you are now, but setting yourself for up for longevity mm -hmm. in the long run. And so this, the, the fourth one and the fifth one kind of tie into each other. And I think it's why like the way that we write programming for people works so well. So the next one is get your heart rate up three to five times per week at varying intensities. So, you know, that's like looking at some like longer duration, 20 minute or more steady state that's doing some like intense, you know, eight to 12 minute met metabolic conditioning workouts where you're really getting your heart rate up. That's mm -hmm. some doing some sprint work yeah. and, um, throughout, throughout your week, varying those intensities. So not only are you able to like log your progress of like, how heavy, you know, how heavy am I doing? Am I increasing weights? And you are also, you're also logging how, 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 um, how sorry. fit are you getting? Yeah. How fit are you getting? How's your, how's your capacity improving over time too? Yeah. If you are, if you're able to do, like do, do a workout and then repeat it again, were you able to do that workout with heavier weights? Were you able to do that workout with at a faster pace Yeah, that shows that you're getting fitter? You'll even see that like, you'll be able to complete similar workouts in a similar time domain mm -hmm. and it's just not, not as hard yeah. or you don't see your heart rate get as high. Right. The other, the other reason this part matters too, and this is the part that fitness influencers miss that they like pride themselves on the fact that they don't do any cardio mm -hmm. is that like, you know, high blood pressure is the silent killer. Mm -hmm. You know, you could be somebody who only lifts weights and you could look really good, especially if you're on steroids. But if you're not doing anything for your heart health, which right. is also a muscle, like what's the point? Like, you know, we're not trying to be all show yeah. and no go. We want to be healthy yeah. also. And like, don't pride yourself on the fact that you, did this with no cardio. Right. There's other benefits besides that, you know, building mental toughness and mm -hmm. stuff, but it's not 
sexy to avoid doing conditioning. Yeah, I mean, it's part of look, being a healthy human. If you if you're walking, you know, you're walking around like the mall or something, and you look jacked, and people are like, "Oh, this guy works out," and then you you hit the stairs, and you're just like <laughs> winded going up a flight of stairs. You know, it's like, oh. Does this guy really work out? Yeah. This is the kind of stuff that like, you know, makes you fit for life. Yeah. You know, you got to go run after buttons when, when she (laughs) takes off down the road. Like, you know, this is what makes you be able to perform. Like your mom being able to chase the grandkids around, you know, us being able to go for a spontaneous hike and not die to go to an all day concert and be on our feet all day Mm -hmm. and not have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. That's what builds all this capacity. Yep. All right. Speaking of time on your feet. Speaking of time on your feet, number six, spend time on your feet on purpose. Yeah. This is all about getting out there, getting your steps in, moving around, standing at your standing desk, doing some active things throughout your day versus just sedentary. Mm -hmm. It's about like being consciously an active person versus being a a sedentary person by default. Right. Like it's probably no greater thing you can do for your longevity. You know, yes, building muscle and strength is super important, but being an active person, mm-hmm. just look at the most, the people that you like to spend time around. Like yeah. they're probably active people, like positive outlook. Yeah. They, they're, they're active in their regular life. Those are just fun people to be around. You yeah. know, it, it builds your connective tissue strength. It burns calories, builds joint health. Motion is lotion, bone density. Mm-hmm. It preserves your metabolism because you're burning calories by mm-hmm. being active. It lets you eat more food without gaining weight mm-hmm. it gets your dog exercise <laughs> and last but not least it gives you a mental break from the stresses of the day that's exactly what i was about to say about it it's just like how you know how much how how, how de-stressing is like going for a walk yeah it's amazing it's just like you're, you get you get like you feel like you're like oh, i can't think i can't concentrate get out there and go for a 10 minute walk and it's like things are completely different when you come back yeah i think some of your best times with me are when we're walking that's true <laughs> Let's go for a walk after right. we finish this episode. Next one. Sleep a lot and fill your head with positive content. I like that. Yeah. Uh, throw that little content thing in the end because there's so much negative content out there. Yeah. Sleep is the is like the thing that is the linchpin, the keystone of the arch of fitness that nobody's talking about. Mm-hmm. There's like, man, I'm putting in the hours in the gym. I'm eating clean, training dirty, but I'm not getting the results I want. Sleep. How much are you sleeping? You mm-hmm. know, five, six hours per night. Okay. Well, there's the problem. Like that's such a trickle down effect and everything, not only like on the mindset side, but I mean, they've done studies where cognitive function just drops off like crazy. Even after one night of poor sleep, Mm -hmm. insulin resistance drops off your, the hormones that control your hunger and satiety are all out of whack. Yeah. You ever had like a bad night's sleep and you're like, why am I so hungry today? (laughs) That's why. Yeah. Um, and everybody knows the things they're supposed to do for better sleep. Have, Mm dark, have a dark, cool room, have comfortable bedding. Don't drink alcohol and caffeine before you go to bed. Don't scroll on your phone or watch TV before you go to bed. Everybody knows everybody listening to this is an adult. It's just going to take a conscious decision to actually put these things in place. Yeah. Start with one, start with two, commit to doing those for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be like everything else in fitness where you see the result you're getting and it motivates you to do even yeah. more. You know, it kind of made me think of like, because our niece and nephew were just here and it's like little kids have a nighttime routine and that's how they know it's time to like wind down. You know, they get their baths, they get in their jammies, they might read a book or, you know, whatever they do to get wound down. And then their body is like, okay, I know that it's time to sleep. And then as adults, we like 
we don't do that. We'll and we, we'll and we like go, it. we'll go like a hundred percent. And then we're like, okay, why can't I fall asleep? <laughs> right. It's because we didn't do that quote nighttime routine. And it might sound silly, but it really does make sense. Yeah. It could even be like something simple, like, you know, having a hot, a hot cup of tea 45 yeah. minutes before, you know, you're going to go to bed, mm-hmm. starting to read a book. 15 minutes before you want to go to the bedroom. Just something like, that makes you a little sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Or, and to go yeah. through the ritual, go through the ritual like, I'm about your to bo- go to sleep. It tells your body it's, this is what, this is what we're about to do. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like kind of like I ha- you have a pre-workout before you work out because you're cueing your body. This is what we're about to do. Let's get ready. It's the yeah. same idea. Yeah. You know, I, I'm right now, I'm me and my brother are both doing, a, we're doing no alcohol for the year of 2023. And, I, I've never done this before. I mean, I've ne- you know, I've never taken Even this. Even when she was like 10, every day was started and ended with a drink. <laughs> and I always did kind of think like, oh, having a glass of wine at night, that, that like helps you sleep, right? Like that's, you kind of get you a little sleepy or whatever, whatever. I have never, it's only March now, but I have felt so good. I have slept so good. Not like even if I wake up in the middle of the night, I go back to sleep mm-hmm. so easily. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know that I'll ever go back, but it's just, I, my sleep has been the biggest thing that has been affected by not having alcohol For that sure. I'm really surprised about. Yeah. And my performance in the gym, obviously, because it's a crushing <laughs> you. Just don't worry guys. I'm sliding some NyQuil in to her. <laughs> my nighttime to, to tea. Her, uh, and I'm like loving tea now. I'm like, how much tea can, how much tea is too much tea now? <laughs> <laughs> if it's so much that you're getting up to pee 10 times yeah. per night, it's too much tea. <laughs> All right, last one. Last one. Let's go. Number eight. Keep going. Yep. Consistency. (laughs) So um, you guys would not have believed how well I brushed my teeth the other day. I mean, I got a brand new toothpaste that said it was the best. It was certainly (laughs) the most expensive. I got a new toothbrush that you have to plug into a USB charger. No, you didn't. And I brushed my teeth for 15 minutes straight. And I'm pretty sure I'll never have to brush them again, right? That's how it works. No. That was a good example, though. You have to keep doing the thing if you want to keep getting the result. <laughs> if you want the teeth. If you want teeth, you can't brush them one time. you got to chip away at them every single day. <laughs> Put in the two minutes. Yeah. Your spouse doesn't love you because you gave them flowers one time. They love you because you show up for them every day. You listen to them when they need to tell you something. You participate in the relationship little by little. (laughs) This is the reason they trust you and that you have the result of having a loving relationship. It's a, it's a process. Mm -hmm. And the same thing is true with everything on this list. You could do everything on this list one time perfectly. You could do it 10 times perfectly. Nothing is going to happen. The only way this stuff works is if you commit to doing it consistently and you don't stop when you screw up. You are going to screw up something on this list. Even if you finish this episode, print it out, get a tattoo of all eight things on your chest. And every morning you sit there and read it, you're going to screw up, but you have to get back on track and you have to keep going if you want to get the result. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's recap them real quick. Eight things that will get you in incredible shape. If you do these and you focus on this, you cannot lose. Let's go. First one is create an environment that limits temptation and choices that don't support your goals. Preach. The next one is eat the right quantity of food to maintain performance and a healthy weight. Can I get a hallelujah? (laughs) Next one is drink water, eat lean protein, eat a variety of fruits, grains, and vegetables. Amen. 
Next one is lift progressively heavier weights at 80% or more three to four times, three to five times per week. You got to want it. (laughs) The fifth one is get your heart rate up three to five times per week at varying intensities. Go get it. Spend time on your feet on purpose. No slacking. Sleep a lot. Fill your head with positive content. Stop the scroll, baby. (laughs) And just keep going. Amen. That was great. High five. Bookmark this one. We'll, we'll, <laughs> this will be a benchmark episode in the future, I promise. All right. We'll end it there. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hey, do us a favor. If this was helpful to you and there's somebody in your life that you know could benefit from this common sense advice, take a screenshot in the app you're listening to this from, post it in your Instagram story, tag a friend, hit the button where you can share this episode, spread the love. Let's get everybody on the same page. All right. You guys have a great day. Thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate it. But real quick, before we go, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Be sure and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell for all of the latest and greatest free content. If you're interested in working with Blakely and I, we'd love to talk. Apply for coaching with the link in the description of this episode or by visiting digitalbarbell.com. We'd love to talk about helping you reach your goals with a training and nutrition program built just for you. Thanks again and have a great day.